Roads experience with Mike and Joe. I'm Mike and I'm Joe, and this is uh, episode 10 here of our uh, podcast. We're finally back after yeah, our uh, little hiatus. Yeah, a little hiatus there, <laughs> summer break, uh, sabbatical, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> um, and today we're just gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk the markets today. We're gonna talk our profession. Everyone wants to know. Yeah, a lot of stuff going on in uh, the real estate market, mortgage market, and um, so we're gonna we're gonna lay out some of that information. But um, you know, let's. Uh, Open it up with a little bit about our summer. So let's let's, let's catch up because it's been a while. Let's do it. Let's uh, let's get to it, Mike. It's been uh, been a couple months. Since it's been we've a couple months. Been we've here doing this. Everybody's been. You've been out of the country. <laughs> I've been in the country doing nothing too exciting. But uh, I've been I've been around uh, been around the world yeah, since June. I, I went. Uh, my brother got married down in Florida, so it was uh, it was down there, and then uh, hiked it off out of here to Italy for a little while. Mm-hmm. So uh, that was good. And uh, I, I see you uh, have been making a lot of purchases and doing a lot. Yeah, of Yeah, I like so. spending money. Yeah. Uh, got a couple <laughs> jet skis. I uh, looked like I bought a new house. I haven't moved into it yet. Living the high life. Yeah, living living <laughs> the dream. As as you get into your forties, you start thinking, Yeah, I don't need to save this much money. Let me just go spend some of it. Who knows? I get hit by a bus tomorrow. <laughs> Wow, man! Yeah, it seems like we um I, I don't know. Last time we got in here was back in it was May or something. Yeah, something like June, that. Somewhere yeah, we did one, we did a show. We recorded it at my house. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we yeah. talked about the VB Strong stuff. That That's, was the last. Yeah. That was the last show. Yeah, we did. That was and, the last time. Uh, was the, the, yeah, the mass shooting, and then mm-hmm. uh, we kind of took off from there. And, well, it's just hard to line people up for the show, so that's yeah. why even today, that's why we're just going to talk about us and and what we do for a living because we never really talk about that. We talk about a little blurb at the end. Yeah, of, I don't to like make to bore a, people with our no, careers. You yeah, know? but right now, as crazy <laughs> as it is out there, I think people just want to know. I know yeah. I've had a few people, you know, hit me up about the show. Hey, when are you guys going to have another episode? Which is cool. The people mm-hmm. are asking, and yeah, when are you guys going to really dive into you know real estate? And I'm like, well. You know, we didn't really, that's not how we wanted to originally design the show, but we need, let's yeah. have an episode yeah. about it. I guess it people really want to be bored, you they, know, yeah. so, yeah, you know, every, Someone needs something to fall asleep to, I guess, <laughs> so we'll do the best we can to help with that. That sounds good. So, uh, yeah, well, let's, let's, let's talk about it. Let's, first off, let's, let's, um, let's get into it about mortgages and interest rates right now. What is going on? So the market, the, the market's crazy. So right now, interest rates mm-hmm. are probably at a 15-year low. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of people are refinancing right now. A lot of people are buying houses right now. It's mm-hmm. perfect time to do either. The what's yeah. driving it is the uncertainties and the rest of the the economy. So, like yeah. for example, car sales are actually down right now. So, yeah. you know, like car Ford's talking about layoffs. So those yeah, are reorganizing everything. Everything. Ford, yeah. So all those little things, you know, that drives the stock. When the stock market goes down, interest rates 
get better. When the stock mm-hmm. market goes up, interest rates go up. And then, you know, with the whole talk of prime rate, now everybody thinks prime rate has something to do with mortgage. Doesn't, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but with the talk of prime rate going down again, that's already made the rates come down. So here's what yeah. happens in, in my world is people see, oh, Mike, I saw a prime rate just went down. I want to refinance. Well, the rates went down two weeks ago because they knew prime rate was going to come down. <laughs> so when prime rate comes down, it doesn't necessarily affect anything. Now, what it is doing, like I was at uh, at the branch today, uh, you know, they have unsecured signature loans at five point eight percent for thirty six months. Wow. That's stupid. I mean, I, mm-hmm. we're we've never seen money that cheap before. Home yeah. equity loans back down to three point nines again. Yeah, that's the stuff that prime rate has direct ties in with. Mm-hmm. Is that short term money? Car loans are going to be back down. You're going to see two nine nine for car loans here again before you know it. Um, the zero percent. I've already seen some of the car manufacturers throwing that out there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so that's where. You know, it makes my life very chaotic. Yeah. And uh, because, you know, I've been working 50-hour weeks right now, mm-hmm. and you, nobody wants to work a 50-hour week, that's for sure. And it drives my wife bonkers because the phone goes off all the time. And <laughs> usually it goes off just with people buying, but now you got we got ourselves another little refinance boom. Yeah. And, and it's, it's thrown a wrench into so many chains, not just with my company, but with a lot of companies because... No one was staffed. No one saw this coming. Mm-hmm. So we're, we used to be able to get loans done in 20 or 30 days. Now we're at 30 to 45 days. Yeah. Refinances are more like 60 days. And refinancing, people don't typically care because they're already in the house. They just want to know when they can stop making the old payments, start making the <laughs> like new payments. Yeah. Mike, when, 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 can make, yeah when, can, <laughs> when can I close so I can start making the lower payment? So those are the things you run into with the refinancing. It's just, you know, no one wants to overstaff. It's going to be a yeah. short-lived little boom. But if you're out there looking to buy a house right now, now's the time to do it. I mean, yeah, if there ever was a time, I think it's like, it, 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 you know, um, how's inventory? I mean, how's so your... that's the other that's the other struggle right now. So where, we're, you know, um, affordability in terms of interest rate wise, everything is 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 good. good. You know, like we're back. It's like rolling back the clock to 2013 right now. You mm-hmm. know, yeah. Um, and and I'm seeing it, uh, you, you know, people that are getting pre-approved. I mean, you you refied me at a 3.39, you mm. know, and, and like they're 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 low threes, maybe yeah. upper threes now, but you know we're still talking about threes again, you know. Right. So, um, you know, it's a good time to get out there. Um, this, the the major struggle in the market is still the inventory right now. I mean, we're you know, I won't say we're having uh, uh you know a lot of competing offers, but things that are going out on the market are getting snatched up right away, and they're going for full price. Um, and people aren't messing around with it. You know, um, I've liquidated all my inventory. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I liquidated half of it closed before I went on vacation in July and the rest of it was, was zapped off me by the time I got back. Right. Um, good time know, to be a listing agent. Yeah. A very good time to be a listing agent, <laughs> but it, it's, it's, it's a double edged sword because <clears throat> as fast as I put it on the market, it's gone, you know, which is a good thing. But it's like, you know, in terms of business, it's like I, I can't I don't have enough inventory out right. there, you know, so I don't have enough supply. Um, and that's a problem for buyers out there because they're just not finding things that they like in the price ranges they want. Everything is I've up. noticed that houses like I'm on Zillow yeah. all the time because we use Zillow a lot in our industry. Just someone wants mm-hmm. to refinance and they don't know what their house is worth. So yeah. Zillow is really all that I got to go with. If it's a really <laughs> tight number, I'll call yeah. an agent and say, hey, yeah. can you run a CMA? But I've noticed it's the same houses that have been, especially mm-hmm. in that upper price point. Any like four fifty yeah. to six fifty, 
Yeah, it's yeah. the same 50 houses in my zip code that have been for sale for six I, months. I just closed the sale um, in Virginia Beach. 625 um, was the sale price. A year, 18 months ago, 18 months ago, the, the, the homeowner that sold it had previously bought it for 589 Wow. You know, five eighty nine to six twenty five in eighteen months. That's you crazy. Know, like that's that's scary though. It's scary. Yeah. It's it's. I mean, it, and that's and it's not because it, there was there was any data to justify it. It was because there was really no data to justify mm-hmm. it. So the the you know the appraiser has to make an opinion somewhere. Right. Price <laughs> per square foot. I, you know, yeah. that, that's we're running that's, into a lot of that right now. They're like, yeah. they don't even really care about bedrooms and bathrooms. It's just price per square price foot. Price per square foot. Yeah. That's and because it, because there is so little data to go on now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like we've had that. We had all those sales, you know, and, and it was like, remember, 2013, 2014, 2015. Um, you know, 2015 was kind of a bad year, but 2016, uh, there was just a lot of sales data. And it, it kept, you know, it kept pushing everything up. And now we're at the point where it's like we're at the we're at the peak you yeah, know and it's like well, what keeps moving it forward you know just a sale here and there you know that's yeah. that's it you know if you throw a house out there you know two years ago it was 225 today it might be 245 250 you know just because there's just it's a lack of inventory there's that much demand out there so right. um yeah it's kind of a it's kind of a tough place and that's where a lot of buyers are getting frustrated out there right now is because they see what they want and it's been knocked out of their price range. They've sat on the sidelines yep. for a couple Too years. Long. Now they're ready to get in, and and the market has moved on without them. You know, and and the same people we told two years ago to buy a house. The, the same people we told two they years ago to buy a house. They would have made eight to ten percent, yeah. and they, they and they would have paid a higher interest rate. But guess what? We could have refinanced. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I've refinanced almost everybody I did a loan for two years ago yeah. because I do a lot of VA, yeah. and everybody took four and a quarter, four and a half. And yeah. then I refinanced them all at three two three three. Yeah, yeah. You just play the interest rate that's game it. after that. That's, that's it. it. <laughs> Don't get hung up. On, yeah, get, that's what we told all the people a couple of years ago. Buy a house, buy a house, buy a house, mm-hmm. buy a house when it's timing is right for you to buy a house. Yeah, and you know, don't worry about things. The interest rates they're not forever. Yeah. No one keeps their mortgage for thirty years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was the thing. You know, it's like <clears throat> if you sat on the sidelines, um, you know, two thousand fourteen, two thousand fifteen. And, 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 you know, even, even all the way up to 2017, and now you're looking at 2018, 2019, 2000, you know, going to get ready for 2020, I, I see it just continuing the way it's continuing. Um, it, you know, it, homes are becoming less and less affordable, you know, and, and that's going to be, you know, something for them to contend with. I don't know if we're going to go back to interest-only mortgages or, you know, arm, you well, know, adjustable we haven't rates. Seen adjustable rates we'll see again, but, you know, the the Hampton thing with Hampton Roads is there's nothing that says we can't be the next Washington D.C. Well, well I can't you yeah, know you go up yeah. you buy a house like like my house or your house up in D.C. it's six seven eight hundred thousand well, dollars I, I think and 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 you're right you know I mean you could the same house up in in D.C. might be a nine hundred thousand dollar house where down here it's a three hundred fifty thousand dollar house but I think the major difference is the economy that we're in and the the um the wages mm-hmm. our wages don't support that kind of pricing, you know, and, and, um, and, and that's where we're struggling. But um, if rates stay low long enough, people, you know, you could be an E5 in the Navy and swing mm-hmm. a $400,000 house if you don't have a ton, ton of car debt. Well, if you don't have that 23% interest <laughs> on that Mustang. Yeah, yeah if you don't have that pony. <laughs> but, you know, the, it's, there's all the signs point that, hey, yeah. you know, the, the house values can get out of control yeah. here really quick. So, mm-hmm. you know, just get, pick, yeah. this is time to buy. It's, you know. it's a national trend, too. It's not just a, uh, it's no. not a localized right. thing. That's a national trend that we have right now. So it's not like, 
you could say oh, it's a micro economy that there's something happening here. You have booms like out in Denver was kind of yeah. like a micro, you know, economy right there. Where Florida's you know, bumping again. Florida Florida's was bumping, Florida yeah. was terrible two years ago. Yeah. Now they're thriving. They're building Las like crazy Vegas. down there. Yeah, yeah Las Vegas, another yeah. dead market. It ain't dead anymore. People yeah. are buying out there again. So. Yep. You know, you're right. It, it's it, the affordability index is where everything yeah. starts. Yeah. And, and you know, and it's it's we talk about it like it's it's kind of like things are, you know, the affordability index is a struggle and, and, and the, the market's kind of slowed down a little bit. I think the numbers just came out about July where uh, uh, home sales were down another two and a half percent for July. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, th- I think these are bumps in the road that we're just going to contend with right now. It's the volatility. Everything's volatile in the markets. Um, and and it, it's going to straighten itself out one way or another, and then it'll continue back. You know, on, and it's on all about the right inventory. I mean, yes. T- talk about that for a second, because like I said, I, I bought a house and I sold my house in twelve hours. <laughs> yeah, see, for, first and, person. But why? You've been to my house. Yeah. Tell people why a ho- one it's, person can sell a house very quickly. And it's, another person down the street can't. Well, it's pricing. I mean, number pricing one, it's pricing. And, and yeah. it's got to have a look. Like, it's, yeah. you don't ask, yeah. you can't ask all the money if you need yeah. $30,000 of updates. Well, it, yeah, it all comes down to pricing. Pricing on everything. It's price, price sells everything, right? Before, you know, we can talk marketing, we can talk staging, we can talk all the bells and whistles all day long. But if you don't price it right, the buyers are not going to come because it's just like anything else in the market. You have uh, a market value that's determined by buyers, you know, so it, it's supply demand economics. You know, and, and um, you know, if you're out, you know, overpricing your home, you know, thinking uh, I've got the best stuff in my house, but it doesn't fit in with the trend of what's, you know, right. what's selling, you're going to be sitting out there forever. You know, 180, 190, yeah. 200 You're going to have days. solid cherry kitchen cabinets, yeah. but if that's not what's in yeah. right now. It, I, yeah, I just went and looked at a house over the weekend <laughs> with clients of mine. It's been on the market for 400 days. I'm like, <laughs> 400 days, you've missed a whole market. Yeah. Like, you've, you've missed Everything's the whole market. Changed. Yeah. Eventually, the market will catch up to your price. But how much, how much are you paying per month while you sit on the market? You know, yeah. So, uh, but, I mean, but, yeah, if, you, if you're pricing it right, they're, they're, they're selling it. And that's, we bought a, we, we ended up buying, you know, our mutual clients. Um, we, we ended up buying a house that was on the market four days, mm-hmm. you know, four days. And we had lost out on three other offers, you know, trying to, trying to get into other homes. So, I mean, it's, you know. If, if you, but if they're the right houses. If you have the right, the right house, houses, yeah. And, and if you don't have all the updates, don't just price it accordingly. Price it accordingly. And, so Back that the people, the price yeah. So bit. then the people if, can do the yeah. updates the way they want to do them. So and th- and that's the simple thing about pricing is you look at the neighborhood. What's sold in the neighborhood, right? Okay, look at the interior pictures. Everybody can see Zillow. Mm-hmm. Take a look at what the inside of these homes looks like. If you're getting ready to sell your house, go tour some open houses. See what the neighbors are doing. You know. You got to take a look at it, and you got to compare yourself, and you got to be realistic about it, because that's what I do. Mm-hmm. If your kitchen's not upgraded, and everybody else is upgraded in the in the uh, in the neighborhood, there goes twenty thousand. There goes twenty thousand. You're backing off the price mm-hmm. because somebody's got to come in and upgrade that kitchen. Right. Uh, same thing with bathrooms. If your bathrooms look like they're from the 1970s, another twenty thousand. You haven't touched it. Yeah, I, they might be in pristine condition, but they don't fit the current trends, right. and that's what it is. Um, you know, so that's. That's what you're seeing out there, and you're seeing a lot of houses out there right now too that just are not upgraded. You know, so it's it's there's a lot of fixer uppers out on the market, and they're selling for what, you know, either at the prices of what the the rehabs were selling two years ago, or or they're selling for more. That's just the market we're in right now. Mm-hmm. So it's going to take another leg up, you know, unless something changes that, you know, causes it to all come crashing down, which you just don't see. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, th- yeah, I think we're gonna I think we're gonna see low rates here. They're gonna yeah. ride. They're gonna ride for a minute. I think the economy's. Yeah. The economy is definitely not stable in any way, shape, it's, or form. It's not stable, but I, you know, like everybody's like, you know, we're, we're fearing these recessions, we're fearing all this stuff. You know, I think we got a lot of scare in us because of the last recession. 
but realistically, the economy is pretty strong. Right. I mean, if you look at it, you know, unemployment's down, consumer inflation, we're still growing. Our yeah. economy is still growing at about, you know, even if we're below 2%, you know, once a quarter or something here and there, we're still growing. Well, I, was re- <laughs> I read a lot about the auto industry because the auto industry is the one that mm-hmm. I follow a lot because that tells me where people are spending money. Mm-hmm. And the auto industry is freaking out. And I'm like, but the one article I just read, they're freaking out over nothing because you guys mm-hmm. create. Here, here's what the auto industry, they created their own problem. Yeah. You guys created cars for forty to $60,000. <laughs> people can't upgrade them for every two years anymore. <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's the problem. That's yeah, where they're yeah, at. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. like Ford, their F one fifty, biggest the number one selling truck. Yeah. We're not selling them that much anymore because your average truck is forty eight thousand dollars. Yeah. <laughs> so you can't yeah. get rid of it in two years I, and get another truck because it's not they haven't paid the balance down enough. I owned a Ford Ranger in two thousand two, two thousand three. Well, was those were the time it to own one. It was right an FX four. Yeah. It was one of those uh, nice yeah. off road you know packages. I had a really nice one, and I think it paid seventeen thousand for it at the mm-hmm. time. I was like, when I saw that the Ford Ranger was coming back, I was Did like, Did you see oh. the price? Yeah. Over $40,000. Over $40,000. I said, I guess I'm not getting a Ranger, you know? Because I, 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 I was thinking about getting a truck to have the utility. And then I saw the price. I'm like, no, I'm I, good. I talked to my buddies, a GM at one of the local Ford dealerships, and he was like, they, the Rangers aren't going anywhere. Yeah. And wh- he's like, I can sell a Lariat, which is a pretty decked out F-150. <laughs> yeah. for yeah. I could sell somebody a Lariat cheaper than I can sell a Platinum Edition yeah. Ranger. Yeah. So why would you buy a Ranger? <laughs> and that's why, I don't know if you've noticed, but um, you know, if you, if you own a car you, you know, that you bought new, maybe 2013, 2014, the dealerships are suddenly calling you because they want to buy your used car back. Right. Because the new inventory isn't selling. Isn't selling. They could sell the used stuff. <laughs> the used stuff is yeah. what's moving. Leasing's really popular right now. Yeah. The millennials like leasing. Leasing's, I leased. I le- I've yeah. leased. I've, mm-hmm. I think it's a great idea. If it gets you this way, you have a... Considering, you know, the car loses value over time, you might let as somebody, well. Yeah, let really? somebody else lose it. If yeah. they want, you know... If you know you're not going to crank on 10 million miles a year or yep. and you're you know you, you don't have a beat the car to death or anything like that but if you take good care of your car you get a new car every 3 yeah, years Yeah, every 3 years everybody's you like yeah I've, I've had these arguments with my friends I'm like that's just throwing away money. I was like hey how long have you had your car for? <laughs> well, I get a new car like every 3 years. Yeah, that's throwing you your money away. You should be leasing. <laughs> yeah. Is yeah. your car paid for when you trade it in? No. <laughs> <laughs> so you should lease. It's hard to keep a car for over 3 4 years right now cuz poor people we just get bored, we get bored with stuff. Well, I've I've shifted uh I've shifted our household consumer spending habits um, you know, drastically cuz we we were like new car people. We like to you know, lease the cars and everything. But the way everything's kind of careened out of control, I'm like, you know what? Now we're owning the cars for now. And I bought out both our cars, and we're just going to sit on them and ride them into the ground right now until until that, that whole situation. We have cars that are designed to be ran into the ground. Well, yeah, Volkswagen, mm-hmm. you know, and then my wife's Kia and, and things like that. But, we, you know, we're basically, you know... Um, you know, just run them into the ground. You know, and let the let the let the car industry correct itself because it's it's going to it's everything going correct. To, yeah. Everything corrects. If there's a, if there's a bubble in the economy, it's the car industry <laughs> right, right that now. One's yeah. right, that one's already bu- <laughs> it's bubbling back. <laughs> so, but um, let's get back on topic with the yeah. with the with the real estate and the mortgages. I mean, where do you see this going in the next twelve to eighteen months? Same. Yeah, I see it going up. I mean, mm-hmm. honestly. Um, you know, it's it's we don't see any new inventory hitting the market. I, I we're going to see sales slow down. I mean, the 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 way homes are consumed is speeding up. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so if you're looking at pendings, pendings are escalating. Mm-hmm. They're 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 escalating upwards. The, the, the amount of volume is going up, but 
at the same time, the new inventory and the total sales is coming down. So it's the rate of what is closing, the, the, the speed of what is going out on the market being being absorbed is, is quickly you know, speeding up. And the inventory continues to shrink. So the, the, the prices are going to continue to rise. It's just the trend. Right. Um, you, you know, if you look on a graph, you'll see it's probably going, you know, almost, you it's know. It's probably going straight up right now. Yeah, just about. Um, you know, so will it correct itself? It's going to take new supply coming on the market because we've already seen where interest rates have bottomed out again, right. and it has not increased the, the. And they said it was never going to happen again, and I was like, yeah. "It's going to happen." <laughs> you know, I was talking to people that bought. You know, when the rates were four and a half or four and three quarters, yeah. and you're like, "Mike, we missed the boat last two years." When, well, that's how I, I felt. We're I missing said, the boat. You know, I said, we're going guys, back to I said, guys, it's going to happen again. Yeah. Just it's yeah. just a matter of time. It might be mm-hmm. an election. It might be a recession. Yeah, something will always trigger it to go back. Yeah. Well, that's you, you know, and 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 so that's what I'm thinking here is that you know housing is gonna it's it's gonna slow down, and then there, there might be a slight correction in prices, but it's not going to be like the the housing crisis that we experienced right. because I know it's not fresh in everybody's mind. You know that's that's eleven years ago now. You know ten eleven years ago. Um, but that was a very different situation where we were in houses you know, are going up 20% a year. Subprime lending yeah, was ridiculous. It was like 25% of the market was subprime lending, no doc loans, all these alt a mortgages that you guys were doing, or I don't know if you were doing them, but oh, I was doing them, <laughs> um, but it was a free for all. Mm-hmm. It was a free for all. And, and, and basically if you had a pulse, you could buy a house. Yeah. And, and everybody was buying these on, you know, interest only until, until, and it was affordable until those interest rates escalated in about 2007. Suddenly, nobody could make their mortgage payments, and foreclosures went from 9% to what, like 18 20%, something yeah. like that. So and what happened was is Oprah called Fannie and Freddie, and Oprah said, <laughs> you get a house, you get and a- you get a house, and you get a house, and you get a house. So yeah. that's kind of yeah. what it was. What was it? Who was it? Uh, I remember George Bush saying, you know, homeownership was at an all-time high. It was The idea was that if we made everybody a homeowner in this country – Homeowners pay their mortgages. Homeowners take care of their homes. You know, being a homeowner is a, a good citizen is a homeowner. You know, mm-hmm. that's basically what it was. Was so if we can give everybody homes, that'll keep everybody paying mortgages, and we'll have you know we'll, we'll have this great happy economy. Right. Nobody <clears throat> ever thought anybody would foreclose on mortgages. I mean, imagine that, right? You know, <laughs> well, somebody defaulting on a debt. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> I've seen, they can't pay their car. They can't. Yeah. Right. Well, and that was the other thing. It's like we were lending money on a house for people that couldn't pay their JC Penny card, <laughs> and it's like if they can't pay their thirty nine dollar yeah. monthly payment on their JC Penny card, we shouldn't give them a mortgage. Yeah, a bus yeah. driver should not qualify for a five hundred thousand dollar house. Yeah, and I that mean, was the world that we lived in. We bought our house in two thousand six on a no doc loan because I just wanted the ease of it. It was just easy, yeah, right. and they were like. You know, so they checked our credit. We had like, you know, I don't know, 740, 7, whatever. It was like 740. It was prime credit scores, right? And the bank was, uh, it was uh, Amerisave um, who ended selling it to Countrywide. Go figure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, they were like, you know, they looked at our credit and uh, they were like, you know, no documentation needed. They're like, how much money do you want? I'm like, well, there's got to be like What's the catch? limits to that. You know, <laughs> right. they're like, no, how much money do you want on the house? And I'm like, all right, let's sit down and look at the budget. Let's see what we can actually afford because... At least you were smart enough to do that. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I had enough brains to think about what I could actually afford versus what I wanted, you know? And, and, uh, and, and you know, so we, we bought reasonably. But, I mean, just think about how many people were doing that. How much money would you like, sir? 600000 The <laughs> loan that you got, like an Alt-A 740 credit score above, mm-hmm. those loans actually performed very well because yeah. they were a better buyer. Yeah. But we were doing the same loan 
for a 580 credit score. <laughs> and then we wouldn't make them escrow for their taxes and insurance to save the money on the closing <laughs> costs. So then it's, we got people that can't pay their bills. I'm we, laughing at this yeah, evil cause behavior. Because that, that really but, happened. I mean, but it was the, yeah. The what was that movie, of the, the Big Short? If you want to oh, see yeah, a movie yeah. that really, yeah. in that movie, yeah. I watched it. Yeah. And my wife, <laughs> my wife is the worst watch. Yeah, she's like, is that really how it happened? I'm like, I turned my head really slow. That's exactly how it happened. <laughs> well, you know, it was the incentives in the mortgage industry were just misaligned. I mean, when you think about it, it was poor incentives to for you guys to write the loans. Right. You were incentivized, you know, yeah. to, to, to go out there. The pressure was on you to write these loans and keep it going. And if we didn't, you know, you know and even if yeah. you had, like, I, I'd like to think I have integrity, but it's like if I don't write the loan, someone else is going to, it's not yeah, like yeah, I'm doing, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to save these people by not writing the loan, yeah. whether I get agree it with somewhere. it or they're yeah. going to get it from somewhere. Yeah, and that was, that was the thing is that, you know, it was kind of like, um, uh, you know, banks took risk management, whatever their risk policy was, and just threw it through the shredder. You yeah, know, we just, don't need it. Yeah, we don't need that. Yeah. But yeah. they've smartened up. I mean, yeah. it's different. It's a the, different ball. Everyone now. thinks guidelines have loosened up. They really, <laughs> have, they really have. Yeah. They've gotten some better products. Like a, instead of five percent down conventional, there's a three percent down conventional. But again, it's it's still hard to get it. It's not like it's an easy loan. Yeah. But yeah. you know, every that's why I keep hearing. Oh, I, I read articles. I read articles. Read one on CNBC the other day. Oh, you know, mortgage regulations rolling back regulations. Yeah, where <laughs> I haven't yeah. seen it. <laughs> they, they might have they might have scaled back a line on something, right. you know. But it's not like they're removing the regulations. They've actually, that, and they've actually increased yeah. regulations. Like, mm-hmm. uh, for example, Ginny May, the the VA loans. You can't do one hundred percent cash out fin- refinance anymore. Yeah, they got yeah. rid of it last week, ninety percent, and you got to back out your closing costs and funding fees on that. That's something that literally just changed. And yeah. we should have never did 100% VA cash outs in the first place, yeah. but they performed well. Yeah. So, But that, that product's gone. 90%, yeah. if you, you can get a home equity loan, if somebody will give you a home mm-hmm. equity loan for the other 10, but on your main loan, you can't yeah. go over 90. Yeah. So that's a new yeah. change. So that's funny when people say they're they're making it easier. No, it's not yeah. getting easier. We're not, yeah, we're not in the, you know, we're not going back to the, 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 the housing boom that we had you know um you know the 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 early to mid 2000s and all that stuff that's going on that's not it's not the same conditions that are creating the conditions we're in right now right and that's what i'm getting at with everything is that you know everybody keeps talking about recessions and we keep seeing you know the way everything is escalating right now but it's it's not the same conditions that led to the collapse right you know so and 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 that's where i'm at but I mean, the mortgages, the, the, the volatility is, is kind of interesting with everything going on with you guys. So. Yeah. It's, it's Nuck and Futs. Yeah. Remember here, <laughs> Nuck and Futs. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy out there. Yeah. And, and it's a lot of it, um, I guess, because the mortgages are, t- they're, they're, we're, we're, we're tied to the, uh, uh, what, like the 10-year yield. Yep. And it's just, uh, what, what is that? That's dipping down. It just keeps crashing right yeah. now. I, I got yeah. a thing. I get a text message whenever it's all jumping all over the place. So this <laughs> way, you get an alert to lock, alert to float, you know, so because my crystal <laughs> ball's broke, man. Yeah. I got to use an app. I got yeah. an app that tells me what the to do. The past couple of years has been pretty yeah. easy, yeah. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Well, you didn't have to freak out to lock people. Like mm-hmm. now, if I get a contract, yeah. I got to jump in front of my computer and yeah. see if it's the right time to lock because yeah. if I told them it's going to be 3.87 five and it goes to four in 15 minutes <laughs> then i gotta eat the money you know yeah. so oh wow back yeah, yeah back yeah. a year ago you didn't have to worry about it because rates flat yeah, yeah. rates didn't change daily yeah. they changed once a week maybe so but uh what, uh, what kind of products do bb&t have anything uh our new, big thing is the different? we got the the chip product which is a um no pmi it's designed for lower income okay that's real popular it's a three percent down 
And then okay. uh, we have a 3% down conventional loan that's mm-hmm. also real popular. With the, with the chip, what kind of uh, financing is that? Is it, is it conventional. conventional? Yeah, it's, it's conventional. conventional. Okay. That's, that's, that's so there's no PMI? No, there's no PMI. The rate okay. runs a little higher. It's kind of similar to the housing VH, the gotcha. Virginia housing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But the um, the rates is definitely better than the Virginia housing, and you don't have to jump through all the yeah, hoops. Yeah, yeah. But the Virginia housing, I think, is tied <laughs> to their bonds, right? They, it's all know, tied to state bonds, bonds or whatever. Yeah, they got all their ins and outs. We don't have that. Yeah. It's a complete manual underwrite. So okay. it's, it's and that's hard. an in-house product. Yeah, it's, it's an in-house, only, yeah. in-house product. We have a 5% down jumbo. Mm-hmm. Um, I just did one at 3.875 on a $620,000 house. Can we say that again? 3.875, 5% down, $620,000. Oh, wow. That was pretty sweet. There's yeah, the, yeah. That's like an untouchable type of product. Yeah. You know, and, and the, you know, the people were like, Mike, they they were calling BS on me. They're like, are you sure? And I was <laughs> yeah. like, I will send you a, I'll send you a rate lock agreement, and I promise you this is exactly what it is. <laughs> and, uh, but, you know, those are niches that banks have yeah. that that mortgage companies don't. Now, 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 and that's something, maybe you should explain that a little bit. Um, the difference between a mortgage company and a bank, what's the, you know, as far as well, the... A bank's a bank. You know, you sign mm-hmm. up for a checking account, you get a free toaster. But then we have the mortgage division part of it. And the reason banks are do things, they're, I, we'll just say they're a little bit more strict. They are. They're, yeah. a, little, they're a little tougher yeah. on underwriting. Well, they tough, have to be. Yeah, they have they're to be because you know, FDIC, the and, and yeah, all, you're dealing yeah. with all that stuff. Um, but they're also very relationship-based. So they will do some outside-of-the-box type of things... If you're a business owner that's got mm. some money, but maybe you're not showing everything to Uncle Sam, but you know you got your money on deposit mm. with the bank, they mm. might still do a loan for you. Compared to a mortgage company, whatever you yeah. show on your tax returns, it is what it is. That's it. Yeah, yeah. I've I've uh, I've noticed that with uh, SunTrust, my bank, they're very um, very nice with me, um, considering the amount of money I keep in them right now. Um, you know that you'll be <laughs> be being, you're going to be truest in about three or four weeks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll all be one. So yeah. that's like literally coming. It's right down. Yeah. Right and yeah. I, I, I'm pretty sure I'm legally allowed to talk about it. Everybody knows that the merge is coming, but, um, yeah, I, I think it's been mentioned on, yeah. the, on the news. But that's the big difference. I mean, there's nothing, nothing against mortgage companies. I've worked for mortgage companies. I've worked for yeah. banks. Yeah. It's just, a. it's, you know, well, banks you'll typically run better rates on conventional yeah. products. Now, and you were in the business before the um, the collapse mm-hmm. and everything, and it was pretty heavy. Banks were were, were running the mortgage game. Yep. Then after the collapse, banks kind of got out of the mortgage game. Then the mortgage that's when the mortgage companies coming. took over. Yep. So, do you see <clears throat> it kind of tipping back towards the banks right now? It's uh, they're they're playing nice in the sandbox. That's, so yeah. th- that's that's really what we're seeing. Before they did not. Yeah, they'd almost like bash each other and stuff like that. Now, yeah. they know they know they stay in their lane. Mortgage yeah. companies, they teeter more towards the credit risk that a bank don't want, that the banks don't gotcha. really okay. have an appetite for. Yeah, but then go up against a mortgage company versus a bank on a six hundred thousand dollar conventional loan. Mortgage and company can't. Mortgage company can't touch it. Yeah, so they, it's just the way that they have that their yeah. um their or margins and things yeah. like that set up they're just there's not enough money to be made on those loans yeah so the the mortgage companies have to price themselves out of them yeah. and the banks want them because they go after the relationship the banks are like okay we're going to give this guy a $600,000 loan he's probably got three more two, money. he's got a couple hundred grand in his <laughs> checking account we're going to go get the checking account then we're going to give him a credit card that he's going to use yeah. you know charge 10 grand a month and pay it yeah. off on so that's why the that's the difference yeah. i like uh suntrust is very good to me because uh I call them every six months on my money market and tell them I want the new interest rate. 
Yeah, and they give it to just, you. They just give it to me. Yeah, yeah because I keep my money. That's with them the thing with a bank. All yeah. you gotta do is ask. I yeah. mean, you know, it's it's yeah. pretty. Like, it's that's the big difference. Is yeah. is you know they just each have their own lane and just mm-hmm. stay in your lane. Yeah. Are we the right place for a super low credit score to go on an FHA loan? Probably not. We'll mm-hmm. do them, but is there a mortgage company that might give a better interest rate? Yeah. Yeah. So you know, you just that's why people have their supposed your shop. I yeah. tell people all the time, shop yeah. me. But yeah. you're like on a VA loan, you're never never gonna beat me. But yeah. you could shop it. But um, you know, on the conventional loan, not gonna beat me. <laughs> so you know, but you know, it, it's there is a big difference between the two. Yeah. Okay. So. All right. Yeah. So um, what do you what do you see happening in the next six months with with the mortgage rates? I see the rates staying down. I, I think I think this is going to run. Uh, so it's going to run its course for a little bit. I think we're going to yeah. see the Fed's drop prime rate again. Oh that, yeah. That writing's pretty yeah. much on the wall for possibly two drops. Yeah, that's I think what Trump's calling. Trump's calling for two drops. It's it's going to be, uh, I, you know, and I think this is where the, the struggle comes into play. I think we're playing we're button heads a little bit in government and Federal Reserve mm-hmm. because he's telling them to drop it, and I think it's, you know, if they if they you know if they drop it based on his word, it's going to look like he has control of the central right. bank, and you don't want to have the con the consolidation of power. No, they're going to have to show why they dropped it, just like they yeah, did last. So they're going to run on data, and they're going to yeah. they're going to do it when they do it. But it's going to happen. Yep. So. Yeah, I think we're going to see that. Yeah. Um, I do think the next drop is already built into the rates. I don't. So if the yeah. Feds drop it n- next month, um, I don't think we're going to see a change in our interest rates. Mm-hmm. But if they drop it again, or even word of it dropping. The word recession is like a four-letter word, <laughs> and that's what's keeping everything down right now. Yeah, um, it's a great time to have money, you know, because yeah. when you're going through, if you're there's a recession or anything like that, this is when you can gobble up some stuff really good, mm-hmm. really good prices. But I think we're going to run this course. I think it's going to stick around. The last refi boom lasted about four years. Yeah, I don't know if you remember it. It was a, it hovered for a long. We had those low rates for like four years. Those, yeah, those threes. Yeah, well, yeah, the threes ran. What it was? Uh, God, right after the they came down when they 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 quantitative easing. Yeah, the, yeah. The, so they were down for like four or five years. We had a four yeah. or five year refi boom. It was yeah. it was crazy. Yeah, I remember. We could be I, going right back into another one. Yeah, the, yeah. Because I remember we dipped. We we bought at six two five in 06. We refied at four two five, and then we refied again and. Yeah, I mean, it just kept coming. And now down you'll never refi. I mean, when you're at three yeah. point anything, you're never refining. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now we're sitting tight. Yeah, you're you're done. <laughs> so that's where we're at. So we we we've got interest rates staying down. We've mm-hmm. got housing prices rising, uh, inventory shrinking. So if you're a seller or you're thinking about selling, right now is the time to get out on Good the market because you're yes. going to get what you want out of your house. As yes, you are, Mike. Yeah, it was can, crazy. He can verify it. First person walked through the, as soon as they walked through the door. <laughs> oh my god! I was like, I was sitting on the front porch. And she walked in. And I was like, oh, this one's gonna be too. This is gonna be too easy. These people wrote an offer on the house. They didn't even look at my backyard, yep. which is my favorite part of the whole house. I said, you guys didn't even look at the pool, and they're like, oh, you have a pool? I'm like, I said, yeah, I got a pool. Oh, cool. So, so the new house has a pool? Oh yeah. Okay. Good yeah, guy. it's got a pool. We're good. good. Solar heated. Good. Oh, oh, very, yeah. very it was nice. a navy. He was a navy diver, right. so it's a Mac Daddy pool. So, so, so we're doing the podcast. Podcast the pool, the pool next, next, summer, next yeah. time. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. I'll be in there by the next next time. So, speaking of podcasts, let's put a little shout out to people. What do guys? What do you want to have? What do you want to hear about? What you know? Tell us what you like. Who you'd like to have on the show? If you know somebody that would want to be on the show, if you're a business owner or getting ready to start a business, those are the type of people we want to talk about, yeah, right? Yeah. Go to, so, go to the www.thehamptonroadsexperience.com 
and uh, and you can you can let us know in the uh, in the feedback form. Tell so, us what you want to yeah. hear about. So because we're we got we're going to get some insurance people. We're probably going to get another brewery guy. We talked about the guy that owns Why Not. We're going to get some other people in here. Yep. Um, but yep. you know, tell us what you want to hear about. I've got you don't a, want to just hear us talk all the time. You want to hear something cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and, and that's the thing. We want to keep the show about all aspects of life here in Hampton Roads. And, and uh, We're actually Meg, recording live in Norfolk. We yeah. have not done that yet. We so. are. Yeah, we are in downtown <laughs> Looking at MacArthur today. Mall, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm looking right over here and, and, uh, and see the mall. and, and People everything. on scooters. Yeah, scooters. Oh, we, we should to, do a show about we're scooters. We're going to do a show about the scooters, yeah. <laughs> They're going to get their own show. <laughs> we got Bird and Lime and all these crazy names, and just, they are... Overnight, it just that, popped up. That is, that is a good show. It's like a whole, <laughs> Me yeah, and Mike pe- have decided that we are going to uh, we are going to take a ride on the yeah, scooters to we'll experience them, and then we will have a show about We'll the, do a show the about the scooters. Yeah. Maybe we can find somebody that local that has something to do with them, like how... Somebody from we need Lime to find or Bird locally because I saw a guy loaded him up in his yeah, car the other day to, to charge him up and he's running around. I need to know like the rhyme and reason of where they put. Yeah. Them. Why do you put them where they put them? And, yeah, we got to get somebody. Yeah, so if anybody from Bird or Lime if is you're listening, listening come, come get on. We get want on to the talk show. to you. Yes, we want Definitely. to talk to you. Um, I've got, I'm talking to um, uh, the owners of La Patrona. Oh yeah, Mexican restaurant. Yeah, so they blew up big time. Yeah, that they, place is uh, always. They're expanding. They're already opening one up down here in Norfolk. So yeah, let's get them on here. because yeah, they got some amazing food. Yeah, yeah. So we got we got a couple of things lined up for the next couple of weeks that we're going to be working on. And, and uh, but yeah, please please reach out to us and let us know what you want to hear on our show because we'd uh, we'd love to include it. Yep. Great show. Yeah, great show. Well, that's it for this week's show. We want to uh, thank all of our listeners for tuning in. If you like what we're doing, please share the show with your friends, family. We stream on all the major media sources like iTunes and Spotify, but you can also catch us on Radio, Public, and Breaker. Those apps are free of charge, so be sure to subscribe to our show and never miss an update. You can also follow us on our blog where we uh, have our episodes posted with additional information. There you can also submit questions for the show or schedule to be uh, any one of our guests. That address is www.thehamptonroadsexperience.com. As always, if you have any questions about your real estate needs, reach out to Joe Bergamino at www.beachandbay757.com. And if you have any mortgage questions, you can reach out to me at www.imyourvalender.com. We have another great show coming up. Like I said, we're going to talk, uh, talk to some more local restaurants and yep. listen to you guys for what you want to have. A lot of stuff coming up. Let, let, you know, let us know what you want to hear. Uh, until then, have a great couple weeks. Thanks. Okay.